If you're sensitive to a few four-letter words and are not open to contrasting views to sports, politics, life, entertainment, and other topics, I would suggest you not listen. Online, we navigate conversations with no filter, and we certainly are not always PC. Our broadcast is intended to be light, but thought-provoking with a dash of sarcasm. For entertainment purposes only, like it or not. All right, and welcome to the show. This is episode two of Like It or Not. I'm Dave O. I'm Yogi Bear. Yogi, we've got a lot to go over. We thought last week's show was jam-packed. This show is going to be even more filled to the gills with great content. Hey, if you need to find us, we've got a couple different options for you. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Lion, Like It or Not. Also, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search under podcast for Like It or Not. And if you need to call us or text us, please do so at 202-796-0240. That's 202-796-0240. So we're going to have a special guest in our second segment, Travis Christ. He is a original from out there in Southern California. And when I say original, you don't meet many guys like Travis uh, floating around. So we look forward to talking to him a little bit later. Well, we're going to start off like we do each and every week with our trending topics. All right, let's jump right into our trending topics, Yogi. Uh, under the general category, I found a, a story that I thought was great. Facebook is rolling out a major change to its trending topics section. Uh, this will result in everyone in the United States seeing the same news stories, which should become timelier and more in line with the news of the moment and a bit more resistant to, and I quote, fake news. I am so glad a reputable news outlet like Facebook is going full tilt to combating fake news. Jumping to politics, we know that it was a busy week uh, on Pennsylvania Avenue, uh, Trump's first week in office. This administration has hit the ground running at a record pace. Everybody's talking about it. We're doing it with speed. Yeah, Yogi, we're going to hear a lot from Trump uh, in the next four years. So strap on that seatbelt, right? Absolutely. you got to put a good, strong seatbelt on to follow this guy. All right. Entertainment and pop culture, uh, we lost a, a great one uh, this week. Mary Tyler Moore. What religion are you? Uh, Mr. Grant, I don't quite know how to say this, but uh, you're not allowed to ask that when someone's applying for a job. It's, it's against the law. Want to call a cop? <laughs> no. Good. Would you think I was violating your civil rights if I asked if you're married? Presbyterian. <laughs> you know, she can turn the world on with a smile. Here's an interesting one, Yogi. Under consumer products, there was a poll released this week which uh, asked voters to please tell us which McNugget you'd like to see uh, discontinued between McDonald's and Burger King. And I'll tell you, the results, out of 335,000 voters that cast a ballot, uh, Burger King lost Yogi, uh, the voters said we've had enough of the Burger King chicken nuggets. How exciting. This is trending news. Uh, I wonder how many of these 335,000 Neanderthals who voted for these stinking nuggets actually voted for the president of the United States. Jumping ahead to sports. Uh, trending topic this week, which we thought was most Important uh, was Serena Williams and her accomplishment on the court at the Australian Open, where she became the number one women's tennis, the number one women's tennis player of all time, eclipsing Margaret Court's 
1971 record. Uh, now Serena holds 23 Grand Slam titles. Quite an accomplishment, Bear. Absolutely. We're living in these exciting times. Yeah, so congratulations to uh, Serena and both of the Williams sisters. Finally, in our lifestyle section, trending topic. Listen to this one, Bear. Experiment involves injecting human stem cells into the embryo of a pig, then implanting the embryo in the uterus of a sow and allowing it to grow. What are we doing, Yogi? I mean, it sounds like science fiction, but really it is a significant step towards development of uh, human organs. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're going to see a lot of doomsdayers, those who are thinking that there's going to be something behind this. Uh, oh, wait, wait, not to cut be... you off, Yogi, but I know who is behind it. It's Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog, He's absolutely. never been the same. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And uh, Miss Piggy, too. So, uh, and Miss Piggy's still trying to uh, get in Kermit's uh, pants. Yeah, that's why uh, Kermit wanted another one, because he wanted to kick her to the curb. Anyway, we're introducing a new segment today called You Said It and We Heard You. Uh, this was uh, former Defense Secretary and CIA Director Robert Gates on ABC's This they Week. both bring a perspective and, and judgment and experience to bear that every president whether they like it or not. I love it. I love that uh, Secretary Gates is, is listening to our podcast and he's, he's hearing what we have to say. And, uh, and we hear you, Secretary Gates, like it or not. Retiring this week uh, is Brent Mossberger from the world of sports. Have a listen here to a few of Brent's uh, classic lines. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. You are looking live at the Los Angeles Coliseum. Back into the game. Now, when you're a quarterback at Alabama, you see that lovely lady there. She does go to Auburn. I want to admit that. But she also, this Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? And right there on the right is D.D. Bonner. That's A.J.'s mom. Wow, I'm telling you quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> women. Ah, it's a, what a beautiful woman. Wow, he's, A.J.'s doing Whoa. some. Boy, Brent, he... He loved the women, didn't he, Yogi? Uh, he loved the women. As the older he got, yeah, he did love the women, absolutely, uh, and was not afraid to say it. So Brent is uh, riding off into the sunset, but it's not going to be the last we hear from Mr. Musburger. He is taking his love for gambling and uh, moving that into a, a new line of work out in Las Vegas, Yogi. Yes. You know, and this is a topic that quietly, just like medical marijuana and marijuana for recreation in society, uh, quietly is becoming much more acceptable. Where is this leading? Moving on quickly to some other sports topics. Uh, we do know the Super Bowl is coming up, and with that, there's a lot of chatter around football. Not just uh, what's going on on the field, but some of the stuff that went off on off the field uh, this week at some of the skills competitions where we saw things this year like uh, guys playing dodgeball. Uh, Yogi, <laughs> where is this going? Dodgeball? Dodgeball? Really? Yeah, it's becoming very dumbed down. This they're trying to fill in something exciting for the um, for the week leading up to the Super Bowl, uh, replacing perhaps the Pro Bowl, which is a joke unto itself, and it always has been. Uh, but uh, at least they're mixing it up a bit. I I couldn't see myself sitting watching dodgeball, but I think a lot of people did tune into it just to see the entertainment value of it. Yeah, and and as our as John Gruden 
talks about. Excuse me, Sean. I get excited when Beckham tries to catch this ball dropped out of a helicopter. Can you believe it? They're, they're dropping footballs from a drone, Yogi. Yeah, that's exciting. It's, it's exciting as watching paint dry. <laughs> All right. So with that, we are going to uh, get out of here at this first break, and we'll be right, right back after this. Is that iced tea? Nope, it's lemonade. Is that iced tea? Lemonade. Iced tea? What's with these people, man? Lemonade. Read the sign. Lemonade. Read it. Okay. Delicious. Iced tea at a lemonade stand? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much money Marin saved by switching to Geico. No iced tea. It's lemonade, man. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. That's right. Welcome back. And wow, some kind of wonderful is this show, like it or not. I'm Dave O. I'm here with... Uh, Yogi Bear. Yogi. Hey, we've got a special guest now coming to us all the way from what I like to call the birthplace of paradise, and that's around Encinitas, California. We've got Travis Christ coming to us. Hey, Travis. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. How are we? We're, we're doing well. Thanks for coming on, like well. it or not. Travis, I, I thought it'd be great. We've got some great topics that are very relevant to someone like yourself who's a native of Southern California. Uh, and, you know, we're just going to jump into it first to get this one out of the way, Travis. The the Cal exit, kind of like the Brexit. Uh, I've seen some stuff in the news lately about this campaign that's bubbling up again out, out on the left coast. What is it from your perspective? It's political, and I don't follow politics too closely. So, you know... I- How's it working out for Brexit? Yeah, not too great from what I see. So, yeah, I, I get it. You're, you're thinking it's a big waste of time. And I know from my experience out in California, it seems like in November, California has more props added to your ballot than any other state I've ever seen. You've got a prop for everything. Proposition 578, 435. Do you ever get tired of it, Travis? Yeah, that's, that's why I tend to stop paying attention. It's just one after another, and at some point you just you say, "Really, Are, we're we're doing this again?" <laughs> so, Travis, why don't we see your name on the ballot for uh, uh, governor one day? That's what I hope to see. All right, so let's not waste any more of, of Travis's time or your time listening to to politics in that respect. Now, Brett Musburger is retiring, as we talked about earlier, and uh, Yogi and I are both. Uh, you know, born on the East Coast, and we grew up watching the NFL today on CBS. Uh, some of the stories we saw this week announcing his retirement, they left off a very significant figure uh, of that show, uh, and that's Irv Cross. Yogi, you loved Irv Cross, didn't you? I did. I think he was an excellent voice, uh, but then I found out he was a former Eagle, and that that always bumped him up too. So, um, you know, we like our... We like our own kind, but yeah. Uh, uh, and and I'm really surprised. The first when I talk about talked about Brent Musburger, the first person I thought of in that team not was Jimmy the Greek or Phyllis George. It was really Irv Cross. 
So, yeah, and, and very little, very little mentioned of them. Yeah, Travis, growing up in Southern California, you watched football a little different time of the day than us on the East Coast. Did you watch uh, NFL today? I, I did, and you know, back then, I I didn't pay too much attention to who was announcing, and I kind of just took it for granted. But now, you know, I almost find myself turning off some of these broadcasters because they're just not very good, quite frankly. And we're kind of at the end of a, of an era, you know, losing uh, Brent Musburger and uh, Vince Scully. We talked about Vince Scully uh, in our pre-production meeting, and you bring up a great point. I mean, uh, being, uh, being a UCLA graduate and uh, a big baseball fan, as I know you are, uh, I'm sure you spent a lot of time listening uh, to Vince Scully through the years. Is that right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And always hated the Dodgers, but... I mean, you can't argue with a natural talent. You're right, uh, Travis. The Dodgers were so perfect, so clean, so polished. Everything was pristine. And uh, the East Coasters, where we had to uh, work through the crap of veteran stadium and lousy teams and AstroTurf, it was um, you just it was in your face all the time with the Dodgers and Tommy Lasorda, uh, Steve Garvey, right. all um, it was just uh, too much. It was too much, and you just get tired of it. Now that one kind of kills me. You just brought up Steve Garvey, who the Padres thought that they should retire his number because he hit one good home run. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and to get them into the World Series. That's where we are, you know, in terms of sports uh, here in San Diego. Uh, you know, you've lost your Chargers, um, yet another professional team leaving the San Diego market. Are you going to remain a Chargers fan, and how does that impact you? Well, I have this conversation with many of my friends here, and we have it often. And, you know, I, I keep finding myself saying if they had done it right, if they had done it, if they had moved two years ago or or even last year without all this hoopla and you know, oh, we really love you, San Diego, and we don't want to go. And, you know, it, it really is just a, a bunch of bullshit for the most part. And I think San Diegans are, are tired of it. Me, personally, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the Spanoses. Um, fair fair uh, riddance, good, goodbye. If they had done it a couple years ago, I, you know, I, I think I would have found myself saying, okay, well, you know, L.A. is not too much further for me to drive than going to – downtown San Diego, um, and, and it might have been different, but the, the way it all happened and went down, I'm just, I'm really over it. I, I, I wish they would have left us the, the Charger name with the city of San Diego and, you know, and rebranded themselves in LA under some other crappy name, like the, the, the logo that they put out there, their LA logo with the lightning bolt that lasted about 24 hours before everybody bashed it. And, you know, they, put their tail between their legs and erase that off uh, their site. Yeah, you, you bring up some good good points there, Travis, which I haven't heard a lot of media come out and talk about the, those aspects of it. But not only are you guys losing the charges, but uh, Shamu, right? Yeah, we lost the killer whales too. I know you're – Travis, I know you're Something else for people to cry about and spend all their time worrying about – a few orcas in captivity, but I'm sure they grew up loving going, you know, going to watch the shows and, and it really it gets you a, a better appreciation 
for those animals, I think, by being able to see what they do and, and having them right in front of you. It's like a, the zoo, I guess, in general, you know, I mean, brings up should should all these yeah. animals be in captivity in the zoo? Yeah, let's let them all let them all run around, huh? I mean, that's right? what these people and, want, I think. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, if you didn't have them in the zoo, then you're you, most of these people would never never see those animals ever. Yeah, you know. So how can you appreciate true. something that you don't see or that you don't you don't know anything about? But really, but really, Travis, it would be great uh, reality TV that we would go to. Uh, transport these animals to these captive animals that were kept in captivity for 20 years and say, we're well, now we're going to, for all you tree huggers, we're going to release them into the wild, you know, <laughs> and you see this big you know, leopard over, overcoming this antelope because he can't defend himself. And, oh, another antelope has been chewed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see. That's entertainment, man. <laughs> right. Yes. I like it, Yogi. With the Chargers leaving, you know, are you going to shift your attention more towards the college game of football, or are you still going to be focused on the NFL? And how's that going to impact what you do uh, in any you know fantasy sports or anything along those lines? Well, that's a good question, Dave, and I don't know that I can even answer it now until the next season comes around. But I've already found myself kind of pushing the NFL aside over the last couple of years and being more involved in fantasy football and. Uh, it's not so much about team anymore in the NFL as it is players, right? So you've got your players on your fantasy team and, and then you've got FanDuel and you've got DraftKings and you can make your own team, your own favorite team every week. So, yep. you know, it's, it's definitely yeah, like changed it a lot. Travis, you, you bring up a good point, which this is my contention about uh, the Super Bowl. You know, I grew up that your allegiance is to your home team. And I have just have uh, personally have a difficult time uh, being around somebody who uh, has a fantasy league and is interested in seeing what a player from another team had done. And, you know, maybe I'm a purist. Maybe time has passed me by with this. But, you know, I, I, I that's not something that I'm going to get involved in. All right. Nice. So, speaking of which, uh, Travis and his family have uh, have, a, have a trophy, which is really awesome. They have a trophy at their house for uh, best neighbor of all time. I think that's the title of the trophy. Is that what it is, Travis? Uh, I think it's just best best neighbor. It's a participation trophy. You were participant as a neighbor, and I felt it, you know, my duty to provide you with the participation trophy. Uh, let's hear what the uh, coach, Jeff Waltz, of the uh, Louisville women's basketball team has to say about participation trophies. Everybody gets a damn trophy, okay? You finish last, you come home with, with, with a trophy. You kidding me? I mean, what's that teaching kids? It's okay to lose. And unfortunately, it's our society. It, it's what we're building for. And it's not just in basketball, it's in life. You know, everybody thinks they should get a job. Everybody thinks they should get a good job. No, that's not the way it works. But unfortunately, that's what we are preparing for. So, uh, as a lot of you know, I've always been uh, against participation trophies of any kind. Uh, I never got a participation trophy growing up. And I know that I always wanted to get that trophy playing the sport. So I was going to work hard uh, to get that trophy next year. And there was a, 
I've had plenty of arguments or discussions through the years with Travis about participation trophies. And Travis, tell us uh, how you feel about participation trophies or where your thought process has gone through the years. Right. It's it's certainly changed over the years. And, and as you mentioned, Dave, that's something that we used to go back and forth on, you know, and it was okay that my opinion was completely different from yours at the time. And I thought, you know, hey, I didn't get a, tr- a participation trophy when I, was, when I was growing up either, Dave. We had to earn them. But, you know, these young kids, it's, it's nice that they get a trophy and, you know, they, they're gaining confidence and uh, the trophy, want, you know, maybe makes them want to get out and go play the next year and, and whatever else. Well, that's all a bunch of crap, Dave. I and I, I figured like that out. Sure, Travis. You know, it's. I I think what it what it came down to is just all the crybabies and the sensitivity that everybody has in the United States now, and I I'm, I'm putting it all back on them getting those trophies when they were younger for no reason, and and now they you know everybody's so sensitive you can't say anything. Uh, without somebody being offended or striking up a campaign or a, a march or something because you called them a name or it's just over the yeah. top, Dave. No, I think that's why we created this program too. And that's why it was kind of important to, to bring you into that conversation, Travis, because we created like it or not just for that reason, we're sick and tired of uh, people staying in the center lane and afraid to drive a little bit fast and go into the uh, left or right lane and actually have conversations about what they would with their friends and uh, and their buddies uh, over a few drinks. And, you know, I think, uh, like you said, it goes back to this, uh, this attitude of let's treat everyone very kind with a, a very gentle stroke and, and, uh, you know, Yogi, you've got a lot of opinions on that in itself. What I w- was thinking about was the end of Bad News Bears, actually, um, with Walter Matthau and uh, Tatum O'Neill. If you remember the end of Bad News Bears, when they lost the championship and they, the other team uh, comes up with this huge trophy and, um, <laughs> and then tries to... And then one of the little kids says, and you can shove that trophy up your ass, you know. And, uh, you know, these kids didn't get a participation trophy. There was one trophy. And uh, I don't think think kids really um, are that swayed whether they're interested or not with with a trophy. I think it's it's for the parents, actually, that – the trophies are given the kids for. Yeah, it, right. That's what it's what it all comes back to now. It's it, it's the parents. You know that 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 brings up a funny story. I saw a guy uh, at the gym the other day that uh, we used to coach against each other uh, in LCYO, the little league out here, and he brought up something about UCLA, and he had a parent call him. So we're talking about nine year old kids, nine year old boys playing baseball. And this parent called him because he ran the league and said, you know, my, my team was UCLA. And this parent called up and said, you know, my son's on UCLA and I went to USC and I just, I, I can't have him be on UCLA. We're talking about a nine-year-old kid here. Yeah. So again, Jesus. it's all about the parents, right? It, it didn't have anything to do with the, the son. It's about the parents and, oh my gosh, I can't. 
I went to USC. I can't have my nine-year-old son play on, on a team that's called UCLA. Oh, yeah. No, just give me a break, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Travis, uh, again, thanks a lot for uh, joining us this week on Like It or Not. Always welcome. Thank All right, you, Travis. His charm is so contagious, vaccines have been created for it. Years ago, he built a city out of blocks. Today, over 600,000 people live and work there. He is the only man to ever ace a Rorschach test. Every time he goes for a swim, dolphins appear. Alien abductors have asked him to probe them. If he were to give you directions, you'd never get lost, and you'd arrive at least five minutes early. His legend precedes him, the way lightning precedes thunder. He is the most interesting man in the world. What do you mean? Welcome back to this edition of Like It or Not. Justin Bieber, what do you mean? I saw you with that big fur coat in L.A. All right. Anyway, I found this interesting, Yogi. Uh, ABC's This Week, uh, which was hosted by Martha Raddatz, she interviewed former Defense Secretary and CIA Director Robert Gates, and uh, he had this interesting comment. So do you have absolute confidence in him as President and Commander-in-Chief? It's one week in. I, I think that's a little. It, it's a it's it's a big week. Um, a I lot of executive need, orders, think, repeated think, these claims. I think we need a little perspective, Martha. I mean, every administration I've worked for begins with a flurry of executive orders overturning what their predecessors did, or amplifying it in the case of the first President Bush. So, so let's just give them a little time. But I do worry about uh, the impact. Uh, of this executive order in terms of the way it's received around the world. Yogi, I think Robert Gates gets it. He really does. I, I wish more people that were being interviewed with their opinions spoke as eloquently as uh, as uh, Director Gates spoke. I like it or not. You know, Gates, uh, you know, he, he served under four different president administrations from both parties. So this leads us into our fake news, the FNN Fake News Network. Yes, Dave. Oh, according to the Huffington Post, uh, since it is the Chinese New Year, the year of the rooster, uh, the Chinese New Year is a boom time for fake girlfriends. Uh, headline what? says that a fake, yeah, a fake date can cost as, as little as 15 cents per hour. So, oh my uh, welcome, welcome to the year of the rooster. I wonder if I can get a bowl of wonton soup also. Hey, listen to this, Bear. According to the Mirror, you know, that's out uh, over across the pond, the London uh, newspaper, plus-sized fashion model in turtleneck and cardigan censored by YouTube for sexually explicit content. All right. Also, according to well, the Mirror... You say, you say plus-sized uh, models. We say curvy in the United oh. States. <laughs> and also, according to the Mirror... Uh, there's, you'll love this one. A spiritual healer 
cures blindness by licking patients' eyeballs after sterilizing her mouth with booze. This is an 80-year-old bear. What the heck? I've heard some fetishes. This is a new one. Bear, you've got another one. Yes, from the Huffington Post, Davo. Eight things they teach you at blowjob school. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, look, we've, uh, we've got a new segment now, uh, and it's the counselor to the president, Kellyanne Conway. Alternative facts. Tweet of the week. I'm going through the many tweets that we had gotten in from the last week, and I'm just going through them now. Oh, here's one by actually from actor John Travolta. He said he is not gay. Okay, right. <laughs> John, don't you have better things to do? Come on. No one really thought. We didn't believe all those stories, did we, Bear? Well, uh, it's always a topic of conversation around drinks. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, we've had a jam-packed show for you today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we've got a lot of content coming up in the coming weeks. We know that the Oscars are coming up, Bear. Yeah, not so white. Uh, Super Bowl is uh, right around the corner. Unfortunately. And that holiday that we all know and love, it's uh, President's Day in February. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about the start of spring training. No, I wasn't talking about spring training, Bear, but we know that's upcoming. Anything I missed, Bear? Well, I'm giving a shout-out to all those hard-working people slaving over a grill, making those uh, chicken nuggets at uh, Burger King. Sorry, you guys lost. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Like It or Not. And don't forget, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, search podcast, uh, Like It or Not. Also, uh, go to thestickytruth.com. Or you can contact us at Twitter. We're at Lion, Like It or Not. We also have a phone number that you can either call and leave us a message or text. That's 202-796-0240. 202-796-0240. Hey, leave us a message and uh, let us know what you want to talk about, like it or not. For Yogi, I'm Davo. Have a great week. Shake it easy. Shake it easy.